This is the Mooncast. Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mooncast, man. Welcome to the Mooncast. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh man. So, so guys, we have a very, very special guest today. It's Mister, not a businessman, but a business man. Mister Africa, Mister Entrepreneur Extraordinaire, Eves. You. Would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? Let them know who you are, what you're about. Yeah. And why you started FYK Engineering? Of course, man. So uh, thank you to give to have given me the opportunity to introduce myself. So like you already say, my name is Eve Eve Kenye. Uh, so uh, I'm living in Germany right now. I did study in Germany electrical engineering. Uh, during my study, I already had an idea to be an entrepreneur. Uh, that is what I did. Follow it was not an easy way. Uh, because uh, I need I needed the, the know-how. The know-how is not easy. I work as as an engineer, as electrical engineer, and then after that I had to change it completely. So I switched to um, to the company who don't have any things to do with uh, engineer things. So, uh, because for me, the goal was to learn about financial, to learn about management, to learn about um, marketing and stuff like that. So, and then I don't wanted to go back at the university because for me, theory is always not so something concrete. So, uh, exactly. for me, I thought, okay, it's better for me to uh, go directly in the practice, learn it, how the things are, and then... Uh, I can grow like that. So it was not an easy journey, but I gave my best. Uh, I tried, and then uh, two years after, I became store manager. So I work at Decathlon, uh, I work at uh, April, and then Peloton. And during yes, my sir. journey at April, uh, that is how I start opening my company, uh, FYK Power Engineering. Uh, at the same time, I was still sizing. So for me, it was important to not forget uh, the tools, uh, engineering tools, uh, to not forget how to deal with projects or something like that. Uh, I had the luck that I have a lot of friends uh, which uh, I did study in the past. And uh, this is how I organized, I organized um, like every weekend. So uh, we met at my place, uh, working on a lot of topics, uh, engineering topics. And this is how I could, uh, uh, how can I say it? So that is how I could exercise at the same time when I were working for Peloton or uh, Apple. So. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and when I felt like, yeah, I'm ready uh, to follow my goals and start opening the company, it was not easy at all. It was really, really hard. It's still hard, but uh, what you want, uh, you can get it. So that's my yeah. way. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Super <laughs> inspirational, man. It's crazy because a lot of people don't know, like me and you were both uh, managers at Peloton, man. And it was crazy. Exactly. Because <laughs> you were actually my inspiration to start my entrepreneurship journey, you know, because um, I was you, just man. an investor. Man, dude, honestly, man, like I can't thank you enough for expanding my mind from being an investor into having this sort of hybrid between entrepreneurship and investing and being able to sort of juggle the two at the same time because it's important to always expand. And and honestly, as an entrepreneur, I feel like you grow so much because you learn so much skills that you didn't think that even existed. You, you know, <laughs> you didn't even know because when you're working just a nine to five, you're just a little bit blind in regards to what all it takes to be able to put an entire 
cohesive unit together and have it fully functioning every single day, you know? Exactly. And, mm -hmm. and I think that, you know, that step, that's why even, that's why, you know, they say that the famous saying, one of the famous sayings is like you, there's no real failures as an entrepreneur. It's yeah. just steps to success. Exactly. You know, you know, exactly. and that's, and that's the thing because people, you know, it, it's, it's just, you take that air quotations failure and you just, you just take that information, you assess it, you process it and you figure out how you can do it or implement it better for the next time. And exactly. so, yeah, man, I think this is the, it's, it's really, really fascinating, you know, to hear you and your journey and stuff, man. But yeah, you really, really motivated me, man. I remember like you gave me one of these speeches because, <laughs> you know, we were both going to quit our jobs and we were both going to go on our way and figure things out on our own. And um, yeah, you know, I was just going to literally put everything into uh, different investments, small business equity and crypto miners and everything. And I was just going to take that route. But then when you told me about, you know, entrepreneurship and the mm -hmm. importance of building value for people and as reciprocating effect people give you money for that you know yeah, for yeah, me yeah. i i didn't it didn't really it didn't even seem possible because i had a lot of objections i was like okay um what if you know this happens like oh no no you can do this and i was like damn this, this guy has a he i was thinking it from the aspect of uh problems occurring but wasn't thinking it from the aspect of how can i find solutions to those problems and i think that's when my mind like fully shifted and just you know, you turn on that light bulb a little bit for me. So it's amazing, man. A lot of people don't know. Like, I, I think you came you came to Germany when you were, what, 18, right? Uh, 19, yeah. 19? Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. And you didn't know any German, too, when you came, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn it. What, what compelled you to come? Why, why Germany? Why did you choose Germany? Uh, the thing is... Uh, when I was younger, when I get done with uh, with the secondary school, so with the high school, yeah, I think the high school. So um, I love playing basketball. So I wanted to, to 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 go to the US. So because my sister already lived there, and she lived in Houston, so that was my first school. So, but she was live living there with my mom, and then I don't even wanted to come to Germany because it was always so different. Like. Hey, this German language, man. I don't know if I can get it. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. Studying language and everything, man. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, regarding basketball, they're not so high like uh, like in the years uh, because I wanted to to become a, a professional basketball. So, yeah. and then I talked with my big brother, my older brother, because he lived, uh, he lived here in Germany too, and he have been here since uh, 17, 18 years now. And uh, we talked together on the phone and he told me, you know, uh, it would be nice if you come to Germany because I'm alone here since like nine years. So <laughs> <laughs> for me, I would really, really appreciate it if you decide to come to, to join me in Germany. Uh, yeah. You can still play basketball here. It's not so bad like that, like you're like you're thinking about it. And then, uh, yeah, this is for my brother. That is the reason why for my brother I came to Germany. <laughs> yeah, and and can you talk a little bit about like some of the challenges you faced in regards to when you first came to Germany, the cultural shock that you had, and you know the language barrier was obviously hard for you. Like, how long did it take you to learn? What were some of the challenges that you faced when you first like came do you if you can just name a couple of them yeah yeah of course so at the beginning the, the first challenge was the language bro but um <laughs> i figured out my way how i can learn it so quick so uh because at the beginning i was um, um in the basketball club in stuttgart mm -hmm. so i wanted to play basketball with uh clear with uh German guys, uh, it was yeah. not easy for me because what they were talking, I would not really, really understand. But for me, bro, I didn't care about it. For me, it was like, okay, I will talk the shit I can. So if you can yeah. hear me, it's fine. If you, know, if you cannot hear me, so I will repeat it. Maybe I will tell in English, I will tell in French. Maybe I can, I can. Uh, uh how can i say it uh, uh make a tradition on google or something like that so that you can really understand what i'm saying or yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. 
yeah. It was really tough, man. And the culture, the culture was not easy for me too because it's completely different to Africa. So uh, yeah, I have to understand how the things work to the system too. It's completely mm-hmm. different. That is kind of stuff that I had to do with at the beginning. But yeah. I found my way, like I always say, it's not a problem in life. Uh, the only thing that you can have is solution. So yeah, it's only solution. So I love it, man. I love it. Only solution in life. So yeah, man. I, <laughs> I love it. Exactly, because from the beginning, man, problem for me is just an opportunity to make the things different. Yes, man. Yes, beautifully said, man. Beautifully said. And um, what was your what was your inspiration to really start taking your entrepreneurship journey to like that level of okay when did you when did it flip, when did that switch like that um, that time when you just transitioned and the, the you flipped that switch in your head where you're like okay now like it's serious like I seriously want to take it serious like when did it happen exactly and can you just walk us through like the process of just flipping that switch from nine to five hamster wheel. <laughs> you know, like, you know, get up, go to work, uh, do what you're told, come back, you know, stay, work extra time for, you know, build someone else's dream to, you know what, maybe I should build my own dream and my own mm-hmm. ideas. You know, yeah. when did that shift happen? Um, first of all, I can see it. So I get it a little bit from my father because my father was an entrepreneur too. And then uh, uh, he didn't really went to school so long. So for me, it was like, okay, if my father didn't went to school, so he could achieve a lot of things like that. And I have the opportunity to go to school and I still have a little bit of weight of uh, wisdom from him. So that means I can do much better than him. Mm-hmm. So that is where the way starts. So, and then I started working for, for companies. So uh, it was not easy. Not, it, was, it wasn't getting in my mind, bro, because I was like, that is how I want to work all my life. Yeah. Everything, everything for how much? For that money. Because if I do that, I will never, never get to the point that my father got. Because my motivation was always, okay, to be better than my father. So, and the yeah. second thing is to share it share it with people to impact impact my life because at the end of the day we are not going to be uh forever yeah in this hurt so that's the reason why i always say okay when i think about it so i think about the the, the end first before i start uh making my strategy right now so if i know okay so uh maybe i don't know in 40 years i'm not going to be there again I'm not going to be there anymore. So what can I do to impact my life like my father too so that people will always remember about me? Understand? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that is how I start to make my strategy. And I figured out, okay, working for someone for a company is not something bad because at the same time, you can get a lot of experience from them. You can learn from them too. It just prepares you for your own goals. So, yes. uh, exactly, and then uh, for me, it was just a uh, step, yeah, to the goals, yeah, working yeah. for people, learn from them, see other things, uh, summarize it, and take it for your own goals. But I was all, already 100% sure that okay, that is where that is what I want to do, that is what uh, uh, I would love to do later, uh, that is my goals. And then for me, I just spent time there to uh, have the experience to learn from other people. And then uh, when the time comes, I was like, okay, now I know engineering stuff, I know financial stuff, I know marketing stuff, I know how to uh, handle a budget, something like that. Okay, I think I already have all the tools that I want to bring my own company. Yeah. It was it was not enough, but I was like, okay, the basis are there, and uh, what I have to do the next step is to start now. So I will make a lot of mistakes, but I love mistake, man. I love yeah. mistake. I love it because when you make a mistake, sometimes you see hard, but I always see it, see them in the positive way. 
Understand? Yeah. Because I know yeah. that beyond the mistake is a great opportunity. Just open your eyes and then you see them. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing here. What What would you say for you personally? Like, what would you say is the most challenging thing that you faced as an entrepreneur so far? In regards, you could talk about like projects. You talk about people, management, any different types of aspect, finance. You know, what is the most challenging thing that you would say personally about being mm -hmm. an entrepreneur? Yeah, uh, the most challenging things I would say is the beginning to find to really figure out the way you have to 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 go through so that is the the, the most the most the most hard things uh and to build a network to 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 um let the people know that you have the company so and that you are proposing this kind of service because at the beginning nobody know you yeah exactly exactly and nobody know you and you have to fight to use auditors, to use all your know-how, to use marketing, to use uh, sales, to use uh, engineering, to use to work with people, and that is the most important because at the beginning you don't really have time to sleep, man. Yeah, you work exactly. so hard, and you will learn a lot, a lot, a lot of things. But at the yeah. same time, the most important things too is to be patient. Yeah, don't worry, man. Yeah. Don't watch the things because you can take example from another company, another big company, for example, like Apple. don't. Uh, they took times to get in that level. You understand? Yeah. And that is the same when you are young too. You will start learning how to work. You will start learning how to run, and you start learning how to fly. So yeah, same, yeah that is the same mindset for uh for uh, for business too so for me the most challenging uh things was really really to 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 bring the company to to that level you understand yeah. but i love it at the same time because i knew that i was learning a lot of things that i can share with people that i can give back to the people uh, who always support me or who need it. Uh, when you see Africa, for example, now I have another company in Africa and you can directly see the lack of know-how that people have. And, yeah. and then uh, you can directly know that, okay, that is the need and that is how way it can impact and that is where I can give them, I can share with them uh, what I learned in my journey. And we are still learning, man. I love it, man. I love it. Yo, this is this is this is a great, this is great, man. This is great. Yo, I wanted to ask you too as well. Um, what are some of the challenges that you face or have faced in Africa doing business in Africa? And why is it different than you know in the West or doing it in, in like a Germany and a France? Like what makes it different um, you know, comparatively when you're when you're looking at it from you know Western perspective? Yeah, uh, the difference uh, between in between Africa and Germany is uh, it's the lack of know-how, bro. It's a lack of industry too, because uh, they don't they don't really have the opportunity to practice things. You understand? Uh, they will learn a lot from theory from the school, but they really don't know what exactly what is it. What exactly? That's what that, uh, what exactly uh, that does mean, you understand? And uh, that is where the need is. Yeah? You can talk with someone in Africa about, uh, I will take an example, transformator, for example. You know what transformator is. Mm -hmm. He can tell you exactly uh, this part is um, uh, belong to a transformator, but if you take an, an, an transformator, place in front of me, you can know that it's a transformator. <laughs> yeah, but but I think it's I actually think it's kind of like that too. And um if you look at the West, I think the education system is, is very similar too, which how they don't know a lot of the stuff practically. Cause dude, I got out of school and I was in international business school. And I I dude, I kid you not. I yeah. feel like I didn't learn anything but product, price, place, and promotion. <laughs> I didn't learn anything, dude. Like I'm telling you, like yeah. in regards to digital marketing, sales, like yeah. really understanding content marketing. They don't teach mm -hmm. you about YouTube, about podcasting, 
about exactly. different ways. Yeah, they don't teach yeah. you about lead generation, how exactly. to how to really get warm leads, how to push cop the right kind of copywriting, yeah. blogs. They don't really go in depth. They don't teach you how to run Google ads. No, you don't learn any of that. Facebook yeah. ads. So this exactly. is like the this is the stuff that you actually need to know. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. um you start to realize like what was the whole purpose of me going to school when I had to I had to basically unlearn everything I learned in school and then relearn an entirely new curriculum, you know, from from the internet. I, I use the internet and I use my my network like you. Yeah, I, I I would call you, I would hit you up, I would use my networks and uh, the internet to find everything that I needed. And I think that uh, maybe it's not an African thing. I think that's actually just a global thing. You know, I think school is just like 10, 15 years behind all the yeah. time, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, but the, the thing is Africa, like like you say, it's something global for sure, but Africa is, um, uh, it's a bigger problem. It's a bigger problem because they don't really have the opportunity to practice. And uh, the other thing is uh, the government too. So you talk about internet, for for example. That's the most important point. You say you, you tell that okay, with internet you can do everything what you want, what you want. You can hear me up, but bro, in Africa, internet is not stable. You understand? <laughs> you yeah, can yeah, have yeah. internet today, and tomorrow you don't have it. Uh, you understand? That's an so, opportunity cost. Yeah, that's the opportunity cost. That's the reason yeah. why they cannot really, really, really practice things. Yeah. And no, then I think sense. that is a big problem. But, but now uh, the positive uh, things is that they are trying to to get the thing better with internet and uh, uh, with everything. Because now when I when I'm here in Germany and working with my team in Africa, we only use Zoom or Teams, and then uh, the most of the time is work. But sometimes you are in a meeting with your teams, and then the net broke down. <laughs> man, that is so frustrating, man. That's yeah, like man, one of those bottlenecks. Because you are losing time and you have to yes. make another meeting again, another meeting again. And sometimes mm -hmm. some of the time you're not you know get you know get it what you're talking about. Uh, because yeah. the internet is not so secure. So uh yeah. and it's a big problem. Can you imagine it? We have 2023. Yeah. And, and do you think that maybe like one of the solutions do you use, do you like maybe just like, okay, instead of just having a meeting, I'm just going to type up everything on Google Docs and send it to them. And then when they get it, they'll just have everything. Or like, what are the sort of solutions you do outside of that? Or is that the only thing that you can really do is just kind of just redo the meeting, redo another meeting? Exactly, bro. That is that is one of um, of one of the solutions that you can do, for example. But bro, at the end of the day, you have to talk to someone. Yeah. yeah. At the end yeah. of the day, you just change about it. Okay. Yeah. For example, uh, let's let's say uh, you are working with, for example, with your commercial teams, and are working uh, uh, on on the new campaign, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then we work on the strategy and everything, and then we send you the documents. So for you to take time to read the document completely, maybe it's like fifty page or something like that. Imagine how much time you will need to read everything to understand it and then write back again if yeah. you have some question. Bro, it's taking too time. Yeah, yeah. It's to for example to talk with the with the with the commercial teams uh directly uh, uh through Zooms or, or or Google Meet is much better. They can directly clarify you, okay, that is our strategy, that is how we want to make it, and then you can directly um, ask your question. So yeah, that means in one one hours, maybe you already got everything done. Yeah, yeah. Very, so you save a lot of time. So that's that's a trade-off. Yeah, no, exactly. it, it makes a lot of sense, man. And also I want I want to ask you too as well, because I'm sure in regards to doing contractual things in Africa, it's a lot different from what I hear, is like more handshake agreements. There's more like you just have to trust somebody's word. How has that been in terms of adjusting between, you know, in the West where everything's contract, contract, contract to, you know, being in Africa where it's just like, hey, you said that you were going to pay me this amount of money for doing this job and you didn't do it. And, you know, the, the contract is broken through spoken word. How does it actually work? 
Exactly. But the thing is, if you want to do a business in Africa, you completely have to shift your mindset. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, come with your mindset, you think, okay, you are in, 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 uh, in Europe and you want to bring it there to Africa, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, so you have to retool means, everything. You completely have to shift your mindset. So you have to think like they think. Yeah. If you don't do that, you are going to be in the wrong place. <laughs> and is it is in regards to each individual because you've you've done business in I, I believe Senegal, Cameroon, yeah. and you know I don't know if there's any other countries outside of those two. I think Chad too. I think you're doing some stuff Chad, too as well yeah. some projects. So I'm wondering, is there differences in cultural nuances between the, the the different countries, or is it like pretty much the same in regards to? Okay, uh, they handle business the same way as they do in Chad, is the same same way as they do as Mali, same way as they do in Egypt, same way as they do as, or is it different depending on which yeah, country bro, it is? More countries more structured than others? Yeah, bro, it's a little, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit yeah. different. For example, in uh, Central Africa, Central Africa is Cameroon, Chad, and Gabon, and Congo. That is Central Africa. Um, I think there is, but it's, how can I say it? Uh, it's more difficult. <laughs> That's the best way. <laughs> I get what you mean. I got to read between the lines. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's more difficult, bro. It's more air quotations. It's just more exactly. difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go to Senegal, for example, Senegal is completely different. So they all they 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 have the mindset that okay, if you want to do something, and you have to know how. Yeah, to 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 bring the solutions uh to do it that open that open that will not make a lot of complication with uh, administrative stuff or something like that so if you prove then okay you have to know how to do it but they're completely open if they say okay it's a business opportunity they're completely open that is west africa so that means Senegal, Mali, uh, Nigeria, Nigeria, uh, Nigeria too, um, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Gambia, Ghana is much better than you, bro. But yeah. when you come back to <laughs> Central Africa, forget if you have to deal with the government, hey, bro, the way they be. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very yeah. Yeah. Because if you go to go, because what we are doing, we are dealing most of the time with the government. Yeah. And do you understand? So yes. if you go, for example, to Cameroon and okay, you have a project you have to do there and you have to deal with the government, bro, it will take you like <laughs> maybe two years, is two years <laughs> before you even start the project. Before you even start the project. And this two years is for nothing because Maybe you have to meet um, uh, the ministry of the, the, the head of the uh, energy ministry, this kind of things. Yeah, but before yeah. you meet, you meet him. It's like you have to beg him. Please. <laughs> uh, kiss, his, kiss his feet. <laughs> and not only begging, give money. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm telling you the oh. truth. That's the truth because Man. the focus is not to uh, grow up or to yeah. um, make the team better for the populations. The mindset yeah. is just more like, okay, what are we gaining from that? Wow. So it, it's, 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 yeah. So it's a self centered, more narcissistic type of mindset that sort exactly. of slows the entire growth for the yeah. entire economy as a whole. And it's yeah. not every African country is like this, it's just certain African countries that are like this, right? Yeah, uh, not really. So in, in, in some of some countries, much better. In Senegal, for example, in Nigeria, for example, it's completely different. They yeah. they they will take the money for sure, but <laughs> at the end of the day, they will make the job. You understand? Yeah. At the end yeah. of the day, they will make the focus first on the job, okay, yeah. and then they will see, okay, how much can we take from the money? You understand? Yeah, yeah, but in yeah. Cameroon, for example, or in Gabon, for example, it's completely different. Then we start yeah. with okay, how much money can we take from <laughs> from the budget? 
You understand? Yeah, they don't yeah, care yeah. about they don't care about uh, what you are planning to do or something. They, they don't care about it, bro. They don't care about it. Yeah. First of all, yeah. how much money can I have from the budget? For me, yeah. me, yeah. me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro. This, yeah, this is, is uh, this is this sad. is it's it's really sad, man. To be yeah, honest with you, it, I feel like that's the only thing that's slowing the progress. Like, I feel like if everyone, it's just a mindset. Yeah. If everyone had the same sort of mindset of, hey, if we do these things and if we invite these, like, if you look at Dubai, yeah. it was just desert, like you know, twenty years ago, and then they came up with a strategic plan to, hey, let's build this place up to bring tourism. Let's mm-hmm. make the crime zero. And then mm-hmm. let's also make the taxes zero to entice exactly. entrepreneurs to come. Yeah. And entrepreneurs come, then they hire the locals. Now we have liquidity outside yeah. of the the oil the oil industry that we have, and yeah. now we're 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 busy. You know, we're running yeah. like a full fledged business. But when you look at it in in the aspect of some nations in Africa, I just see it as the mindset of the elderly, the 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 people that control the country. It's so poor, man. So it's so poor, poor. and you you know how african is rich yes of course it's, it's, it's the richest country in our continent in terms of resources you know yeah. yeah but the the problem is the lack of people that want to really actually do and make projects and that is better is betterment for the entire community the entire whole you know mm-hmm. and i think it's a, it's a frustrating thing for me man and also I was going to ask you too as well because when you're doing business there are you also are you hiring people from Africa or are you bringing employees from uh Europe to Africa to facilitate the projects once you get them like how are you how are you doing it um, uh, I I do hire people from Africa because I want I always think that not everybody is the same you understand yeah. I still I still I still um uh trusting or uh thinking that we have a lot of people out there we who just want to have a chance to make yeah. a difference in the things yeah. uh, that is the reason why i will always give them the opportunity yeah opportunity to to try to to make their life different because after the mindset that okay we are talking about the government okay the government we already know the government shit yeah yes good so what about me? Yeah. Yeah. Or am I doing the things? Yeah. Am I doing the thing the same? Or I want to do the thing different. Uh, I want to impact the life. Uh, I want to impact the the, the, uh, uh, the things uh, different. Yeah. So that's just, that is what I figured out, understood that, okay, government is, the government is shit. Okay, I cannot count of them. But what God, God gave me, I can share it with them. I can give the opportunity to other people who really just want to change uh, to get better. Yeah. Yeah, that is oh. the reason why I will always hire people there. I will always try to share with them. We work together. We work on brainstorming and everything, and we grow together. And I will share with them uh value of life so that they can share it with other people too. That is how things will continue. You understand? So if you start to do like that, to think like that, uh by ourselves, that is how we can change the things. But if you just sit down and think that okay, the government should okay, we can do nothing, but the things will never change. You understand? Yeah. No, I, I, I t- yeah. yeah, man. And it's, I, I totally agree with you. Like the change starts within us. And I think that my perception on life, especially after switching from an investor to an entrepreneur and kind of doing the hybrid of the both, mm-hmm. is I realized that entrepreneurs run everything, right? No yeah. change happens without someone deciding to take a risk to build value, to create the change that exactly. is needed, you know, to push the society forward. And that's the entrepreneur. Yeah. And I don't want to discredit the government entirely, but I feel like a lot of times they're just there to stick their hand out and take the money. You know? <laughs> and, and I'm just yeah. like, okay, what value are you providing? Even when they want to build a project, they don't do that themselves. They yeah. go hire a private contractor like you to go facilitate the thing that they need done. So again, it's the entrepreneur who built 
the private company that then provides value to society that the government then eventually recognizes like, hey, we should pick this guy so that we can facilitate the project that we need done. You know, exactly. and this is this is, I think, when you have that sort of that that shift in mindset, you know, to really understand it, because when you're when you're just working a nine to five, even as an investor, you know, you don't really get the entire big picture. You know, mm-hmm. you don't you don't see the entire big picture. You know, you, yeah. you go into legal or you know you go to these grocery stores or whatever to go buy something, but you don't realize somebody had to take a risk to build that mm-hmm. to, to facilitate that. Yeah. You know, it's not like oh, this just showed up one day out of nowhere. You had to take a calculated bet that enough people would go there to increase his profit margin enough to to be sustainable for a long duration of time, right? Yeah, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's 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 crazy, you know, when you have that shift to just thinking how it is. But I'm glad that you give the people at least the opportunity to be able to, you know, try to try to better themselves, man. Because like I said, the change starts with us, man. And it's, exactly, it's, man. it's amazing, man, to just see you grow and stuff. I wanted to ask you, too, as well, about like just a little bit more about FYK engineering. What is engineering for people who don't know? What, What's what engineering? Is what is it? Engineering, for example, engineering is just to... Uh, for a lot of for, for for a lot of people, people would think okay, engineering. When they when, when we talk about engineering, you would think sometimes that it's something so big, so far. Yeah, but it's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that. Engineering is just to uh, be a better version of yourself. That's just for me, engineering. <laughs> so you're just improving the the older version, exactly. Basically. Improve yeah. the older version, yeah, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, and that's the simplest way to put example, it, bro. To uh, okay, you want you to, to look like I don't know, LeBron James, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, then start to do the things that LeBron James do, exactly, exactly. And going to be as of to look like LeBron James, LeBron James. But for me, that's engineering, bro. That's all, yeah, yeah. So you're just taking where where a specific thing is at and you're just re-engineering it to make it better. You're enhancing yeah. what the old model was. And that's basically yeah. the sum we it up. All are, we all are engineers. We all are yeah. engineers. Yeah. Because <laughs> people making it to this fancy, oh, yeah. he's, a, he's no, an engineer. No. no. <laughs> it's, just, it's just because you have a lot of engineers that are working in the spatial field, for example. Yeah. What we are doing is in electrical, mm-hmm. in the sense, and then other people will be doing in IT or in cyber security, for example. But that is yeah. the kind of thing that you learn in the school. But for yes. me, that is not life. You understand? Yeah. Engineering yes. starts with you. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah. for me, engineering is just to improve. Always fight the statical. Always try to be better. And uh, always have the the right mindset, think positive, and then uh, for me that's engineering, bro. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Honestly, I never, I because never heard anyone cannot, say it like that. Exactly, bro. Because you cannot know everything. It's a lot of things to know. You understand? That's the reason why someone who is working in electrical engineering, for example, if you take the same person to do job. Uh, in cyber security, cyber security, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Is yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well said, man. Well said. Well said. I, I like this this type of analogy, man. It's interesting. And also, I wanted to ask you too, as well, in regards to part of your entrepreneurship journey. Have you faced any sort of kind of like racism or like where you felt like, okay, this guy doesn't like me? for a specific reason and you can kind of feel that type of energy or this guy doesn't want to give me a contract or this guy doesn't want to get hired by me because of you know my the way that i look maybe the way that i speak he doesn't mm-hmm. like it have you felt any kind of discrimination in regards to that uh this kind this kind of thing is it's for sure i would just be experience um uh bad things bro bad things it's a part of the journey but for yeah. me it's, it's just like a it's I don't even see it because uh my goals is too high. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. goal is too high, and this kind of stuff is just for me, like okay, 
your mindset is too 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 down so we cannot discuss together <laughs> i will tell you about, <laughs> I will tell you about yeah. one example for one example bro yeah. uh, i remember it was two months ago something like that i, I had a project uh, i was talking with one company uh in uh in france yeah. uh it's boyk so and then uh, they wanted someone who can make the plan of um what is it called uh, uh what is the name of english i think it's uh underground yeah. okay okay underground plan for cable yes. underground yes. cable yeah. okay underground cable plan got it yeah okay. and they want to do it they wanted to do it for overline yeah yes yeah for overline yeah exactly so uh i have one employee who can do the job but the employee was not living in germany he was living in iran yeah. okay and then i started to talk with him and everything went away and then at the end of the day uh we had to close the deal mm -hmm. so the thing is uh i was i was working with a company between the customer and me it's yeah. like Economy will do B2B um, business. So we bring companies and companies together. Mm -hmm. So the company yes. had a project and the company said to the B2B company, the B2B company called me and asked me if I have someone who can work on the project. Yes. So at the end of the day, everything went well. The company, the, 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 the end customer was happy and uh, they wanted to hire to hire the guy but you know yeah. what they did bro they go behind me start talking with the guy and tell the guy that okay we can propose you directly a contract a long-term contract we can give you more money that uh, than uh fyk is giving to you and uh yeah bro that is how they just shift me just like that Wow. That is how I lost it. was a contract for five years. Wow. That is how that's I lost crazy. It. Yeah, that's crazy. They are not supposed to do that for you. They are not supposed to do that. <clears throat> for me, it was like because I I, I talked with the with the with the company who brought us together. I talked with them, I asked them, okay, what is going on here? And the 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 the, the woman on the phone, she was just like, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, the company call him and uh, yeah, bro, but she was just lying, you understand? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's typical, it's cutthroat, man. That's yeah. cutthroat. Yeah, crazy. Bro, I, man. Gave it, I gave it to my lawyer, and my lawyer told me, if don't worry, we get the money back. They cannot do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a beautiful thing about thing. law. Yeah, it's a part of training. But for me, it was just like, Okay, I knew I knew this kind of thing will happen, so it's not yeah. okay. Yeah. I will learn from that. The lawyer will take care of that, and then I will proceed in my journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I love I love to hear that, man. It's, it's a beautiful story to tell because a lot of times people think that people aren't just because you have a good heart mm -hmm. and you want to do things ethically and morally doesn't mm -hmm. mean someone else will, and that's mm -hmm. what you have to understand about business. You know, is it's cutthroat, man. It's it's mm -hmm. war. Yeah. It's war, yeah. you know. People people yeah. think it's it's all sunflowers and rainbows, and you know what I mean. It's like no, it's it's war, man. No, <laughs> any, any vertical in business, you're competing with other people, and other people are trying to they're trying to use as, as little amount as money as they possibly can. It's not me. Yeah, and if they can go around and maneuver and use these different tactics to do so, they'll do it. You know, and I mm -hmm. think a lot of people don't really recognize that, man. So exactly, it's good. Man. It's good that you're telling telling the story, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. And sometimes you can even get a project, and then you start with the project, and you maybe have an employee. Maybe three or four months after that, um, the employee can tell you, "Okay, I don't want with you anymore." So, <laughs> what are you going to do? And then what are you gonna do? Yeah. So you have to you have to scramble to find another employee. But this is why I guess this is what I'm learning, too, as well, because, you know, I think it's better to have at least two people working on the same thing than one, you know, yeah. because that way you you hedge your, your risk, at least. OK, one of them is sick. 
One yeah. of them, you know, maybe I don't know if it's a girl you're hiring, maybe she gets pregnant. Yeah, you know, well, but you, it's not easy like that because at the end of the day, you want to make the business rentable. Yeah, of course. Because one or two. Yes, if of course. Two, two people is working on just one project. At the end of the day, if you make, you will not, you will not gain something. Yeah, you're saying that maybe you're you could charge higher, higher prices, perhaps, you know, to increase your profit margin. But the funny, it's a big problem too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, everywhere <laughs> you have, <laughs> yeah. you have something. Big. Just problems, problems, problems. <laughs> then you got to find solutions, 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 man. Exactly, man. It's exactly. crazy. It's crazy. But it's but, nice, man. It's nice because you learn a lot. So uh, when this kind of thing happen, uh, you directly know okay what you are going to do the next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's the beautiful thing, man. You're absolutely right because yeah. um. Yeah, you you really you you're processing the information like in real time, and I think that's a beautiful thing because you're you're so far. Even if you you have a venture that doesn't work out and it fails, you learn so much from that venture mm -hmm. that you're able to apply that to a new venture and succeed in it or have a higher probability of success. You know, mm -hmm. so and also I think when you start your business, a lot of times you have an idea of what you think you're gonna do, and then the market kind of dictates. <laughs> <laughs> where you're gonna go you know from there it's exactly, like oh I, yeah. I wanna do i don't know consulting but then i end up being a media company and you yeah. know it, it just kind of you just kind of go with the flow of where the market is kind of where the demand is you know you go with mm -hmm. where the demand is so you know for you maybe you start out you know trying to do these b2b projects and then maybe it's not working out and you start doing like consulting and coaching you know, to help other people, you know, <laughs> or you do a combination of the two, you extend the business, you know, too, as exactly. well, you yeah. know, so it's just, you're always, I, I tell people like business is like a living, breathing organism, mm -hmm. you know, that's the best way I kind of describe it. You know, I'm, I'm very, I'm much younger in my entrepreneurship journey than you, but that's for sure how I basically describe it. It's like, you're, you're planting a seed and then it's, you're watching it grow and then there's a new branch and then a new branch and then it's exactly. growing and, and then the main yeah. core is still there. And it's just like, this beautiful thing, you know, that you're building yeah. and it, you should have, I, I tell people, if you have a business or idea or you want to start a business, you should definitely have a minimum of five-year plan. Mm -hmm. Minimum. Minimum of five, a five-year plan of mm -hmm. what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, what you're, you have to do extensive market research. How are you going to get the, the team around you that you need to be able to build mm -hmm. the things you want? How are you gonna be able to market that thing? You know, is a lot of steps that you need to that you need to take before exactly. you're able to even be able to get to the point of selling products and yeah. services. You know, it's 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 difficult, man. If if you yeah. had uh, any advice to give to someone that's trying to start a business now, like what would you? What was like a couple of things you can tell them as tips or pointers, something that you could you could say to them? You know, like hey, you know, this is what I learned on my journey. This is what you yeah. shouldn't do. This is what you should do. <laughs> So uh, I would say I would say to stay positive. It's really very really important. Always stay positive. Don't be afraid to fail because you are going to fail many times, and you still you still you need the energy to wake up again or to stand up again. Yeah. So positive. Don't be afraid to fail. And don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to try new things. Try new things because at the end of the day, we just learn from it. Exactly. Beautiful, man. <laughs> man, be beautifully said, man. I think that's that's pretty much all the questions I had for you, man. Do you have yeah. anything else to add? Do you have anything else to say? Uh, bro, I would say that thank you. Thank you to give me the opportunity to talk about, about, about my journey today. Uh, I really, really love it, and uh, I'm going to be waiting for the next time, bro. Maybe next time we can brought out the next topic. So I'll be of waiting course. for you. And um, bro, I'm so happy, 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 happy for you. And I'm <laughs> feeling that how you are going, that it's thing that I gave you uh, when we met a person that you are trying to do it right now, and seeing how you are going up, going up, going up. And bro, it's making me so happy, bro. Man, dude. So proud of you, man. I, I just, man, thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, man, because welcome, you you gave me one of the greatest gifts of my life, which is a mindset. Yeah. You know? And 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 that 
you know, is, is more powerful than any, anything anyone else can give me is to improve that perspective of my mind. Mm. You literally, and you, and it wasn't, the crazy thing about it was that you, you didn't say, it wasn't like a, an entire one hour speech or you didn't, mm. you know, it was, it was just a few sentences yeah. that like attacked my soul. It was literally attacking my soul. And I had to look deep in my in myself like, yo, do I want to stay passive or do I want to build a legacy? Yeah. You know, do exactly. I want to do I want to get in the field and mm -hmm. build a legacy for myself and to forever live on? You know, mm -hmm. and so this is what I had to decide. And I had to come to grips with myself, man. And, uh, you know, j just just for lack of a better term to uh, not be a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to not be yeah, a vagina. Yeah, because you know? for me was like I was like, hey bro, you so intelligent. You have a lot of know-how. Bro, share it, share it with people. It's a lot of people out there that need it. Share it with them. And at the end of the day, you can make a business out of it. And then you will grow, then we grow up you will grow up too so it's going to be a win-win situation man. bro because you know a lot a lot a lot of things bro come on see it hey yeah <laughs> it's just a, it's yeah. just a question of time man don't worry yeah. like i yeah. always say bro don't worry it's just a yeah. time it's just a question of time and with the time you will get there where you want to go so yeah, what I, you are going I to do, bro? Don't worry about it. Yeah. You take time. That is normal, bro. Don't worry. That is normal. Sometimes it's going to be frustrated. Sometimes you wake up, you say, shit, what am I doing, bro? Still <laughs> 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 oh, man. I or I gave up? Bro, but I always tell you, bro, we are on the mission. You know what does that mean? Yeah. If yeah. you are on the mission, we need to be the best in the nation. Yes, man. Be ready in your mind. You will yeah. always fight. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day when you wake up in the morning, the fire, that is how you start to fight. Man. <laughs> every Dude, day. So, I, I love it, man. I love yeah. it. Dude, man, this is, we'll, we'll end it there, man. And um, this has been another great episode of the Mooncast, man. And <laughs> peace. Peace. <laughs>